This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Welcome to the Gangplank Report. You've made it to our very first interview. We talked a little bit on Welcome to the Gangplank Report episode about what we had planned for this. And one of the things we have planned is to interview some below deck super fans like us. So I'm going to turn it over to Adrian and she's going to introduce you to our first guests, plural. Hey, Adrian. Hey, Jen. Uh, so tonight we're talking to Michelle and Jeff, and I was I got in touch with Michelle through the Below Deck Reddit thread, actually, and I'm super excited because our first super fan is actually super fans, and I'd like to introduce you to Michelle and Jeff. Hi, guys. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> it's going good. Uh, so tell us why Michelle you were you found me and tell me a little bit about your story okay so I guess we met in January and I don't know how it came up I think probably just because I was telling him about my love for Bravo because I literally never turn off that channel it just like stays on my tv 24 <laughs> 7 and he was like do you watch Below Deck? And I was like, oh, actually, I've been recently getting into it you know I kind of like it but I was more of a housewives person at that point um and he told me how he really likes it so as we started hanging out more and more, because he would come over to my house all the time, we just would literally only watch Below Deck and maybe some movies sprinkled in here and there, but it was almost exclusively Below Deck. Um, and as I was like watching some by myself, you know, like I remember there was a season that I was watching and I was like, oh, I, I really like Eddie. It was a, a later season. I hadn't seen earlier seasons. And he was like, oh, did you not see this season? He's like, oh, we'll wait to see, you know, what he does. It was almost rocky. Um <laughs> So, yeah, so he, so then because of that, I had to watch that one. So he was ahead of me when we met. Right, babe? Yeah. Yeah. So, Jeff, how long had you been watching? Since, like, 2017, maybe wow. 16. Wow, okay. Yeah. My roommate out in California uh, was watching it. I think he was on season two. Mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't remember, but he got me into it, so then I started watching from then. Very cool. And do you watch all the franchises? Are you gonna hit michelle to everything or do you just watch the main no, I, I pretty much all of them um except not all of the, the uh what is it met the previous one mm-hmm. okay so so where we messed up was below deck sailing yacht kind of started when he was uh visiting florida when we met and he stayed with uh me for like a bit um, and then he had to move back up to Boston, and that's kind of when Below Deck Sailing Yacht started. And we were going to not watch it and just only watch it together when mm-hmm. we were together. I could not hold on to that promise. <laughs> <laughs> you cheat watched. Oh, no. <laughs> He's heard me talk and stuff. He's like, we'll FaceTime while I'm watching it. But he wants to watch it with me. So, and this is our first time being together since it's aired. Yeah. Well, at least it's a good season to rewatch. Last season wasn't so hot. <laughs> and I honestly, no. when Adrian and I were talking, um, I don't know how much you know about where she and I started with this, but we talk on the phone on Tuesdays just to download 
our feelings about the show because there's always something that happens on the show where I'm like, why did they freaking do that? Tell me what's, what's the deal behind the scenes. So she'll fill me in. And that's how this all started. But I was telling her before it started, I don't even know if I can watch because I hated season one so much. It was so bad. I'm failing you. Yeah. Yeah. Not a viewer show. (laughs) I said unpopular opinion, but I liked season one. I thought it was very dramatic. Um, Georgia and, you know, what was his name? Paget. Paget and Sierra. Uh Uh, Yeah. To me, I I thought it was very, plus Adam was just so annoying. I love to hate him. And what's her name? Jenna. Jenna. (laughs) It was just so annoying. Punch them both off the boat. <laughs> I love you well, already. I, think, I feel like if it wasn't for the Adam story, that Jenna's story would have been a whole lot different. And I, I, I mean, personally, I know Jenna. And so I kind of feel for her because I feel like she got the same type edit that I did after my season. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. The Adam story didn't come off great, but I don't think she's as bad as everybody thinks she is. It was just her entire story was enveloped by, by Adam, which sucks. And, and that, nobody, one, that one glass that she dried at the sink every episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But um, what were your impressions of this season since you guys have seen it all the way through? I personally, this is my favorite season of Below Deck of any franchise so far. I completely agree. I love everyone on the cast, particularly Captain Glenn. He has, uh, he's my favorite captain by far. I love his like chill captaining. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, the whole crew was great. Yeah, I agree. I I would legitimately give my left arm to be able to work with Captain Glenn. I think he's a phenomenal dude. I, I love the chill atmosphere. You know, I think there's a little bit of a difference between sailing and yachting. Not necessarily in standards, but I think just in attitude. And I think that that really plays in what you see on the show. And one of the things that I really respect about Glenn, and see if you agree with me here, that it seems like he accepts responsibility for everything that is within his realm to do so. And I think that that encourages everybody below him to do exactly the same thing, which is, we're not used to seeing this much like thoughtful introspection from a cast. And it seems like, the entire season we hit bumps in the road and people accepted responsibility and they apologized and I was impressed. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. They were definitely the least toxic cast I've seen for sure. Agreed. And I think that's a really good way to put it because we're used to seeing just like massive levels of toxicity, especially coming off of below deck med season, you know? So what were your thoughts on the last below deck med season? And then we'll talk a little bit about the new cast that we're looking forward to. Oh, and I should preface this by saying we're no longer using their names for they who shall not be named. We are now <laughs> referring to the C word for captain and the B word for bosun. So you can just say C word or B word when you're referring to either one of them. <laughs> Perfect. We're not petty or bitter at all. <laughs> None. Not even a little. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I I know nothing about, like, the standards of voting, but it just sounds to me like Malia has a, I mean, the B word has a big stick up her butt, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I feel like it was really blown out of proportion for what it was. Agreed. And, and it just, 
Yeah, I don't know. The B word seems slimy, and I've just always thought that the C word um, was very camera hungry. I thought that from the very first time I saw her. Like, at first I thought that I liked her, but then I was like, you know what? She just seems to just always want to be there in front of the camera, and I just, like, always act for the camera, and I never liked that. So I honestly haven't been a, a fan of the C word for a while. How about you? It, it's hit or miss. Sometimes I, I like her. The C word or the B word? C word. Okay. There's definitely points in the season where she's, I feel like she's genuinely helping out through and trying to teach them. Right. Um, I do feel like she's had some sincere moments in past seasons. I do. This one just went off the rails for me. Yeah. I I wholeheartedly agree. I feel like the C word has at least some redeemable qualities. Like you said, she encourages her underlings to learn and teaches them and takes time to do that. And we see Glenn doing that a lot, too. Um, the B word, on the other hand, I fail to see any redeeming qualities whatsoever. But that's just my hot take. Agreed. <laughs> right. So what do you guys think about this new cast? So now we're rolling into a brand new season of Below Deck Med. And we've got They Who Shall Not Be Named that are returning. And then uh, we've got an entire new slew of people. I'm super excited, but I want to hear what you guys think. I'm interested in the the new chef. I like I like the vibes he's putting out. I kind Matthew, of like yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's definitely not Ben. <laughs> you <but>. love Ben. <laughs> Nobody's ever going to be Ben, but Ben. I like Matthew. Yeah. I got sold on him when I heard he cooked for Hugh Jackman. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> you got a little cred there. Oh, totally. And uh, what about the girls? What do you think of the new girls that are coming on? Um, I. Like the uh, the other blonde chick, Courtney. Yeah, Courtney. I think. Yeah. Yeah, she's the. There's prom. Yeah, uh, I think she's the thirds too. Mm-hmm. I think it's just hard because, you know, there's members from the previous crew, so obviously they have a bond like the C word and the B word. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard for new people, and we'll see who gets along because there's always one that gets along, and then there's a couple that get shut out. Yeah. And there's always turnover. I wonder yeah. if there'll be turnover. Because I, I feel like the last season of Sailing Out, like, didn't have, like, didn't fire anyone, right? Right. And that was so, I thought it was so cool, people, though. Normally, there's so much. You got to know people more deeply. It wasn't like, you know, where Shane, he was on, and they, like, focused on him for three weeks because they knew that he was going to be gone. And you didn't get to know everybody else. Like, you got to know everybody gradually more and more throughout the whole thing. And it wasn't like somebody was the focus because they knew they were going home. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, I think the closest thing we saw to anybody either quitting or getting fired was Danny, who at one point in time had a meltdown, understandably, um, and then, you know, changed her mind the next day, which is great. But I feel like this team was actually a lot more bonded than what we normally see. There was a little bit of like Zach Terrier rivalry with, you know, Daisy trying to get help from the deck team and all the rest of that stuff, but that's natural. And that wasn't something that nobody could get over. You know, we traditionally see... It didn't seem that deep, you know, like just kind of surface. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I really loved how the three interior girls got along. And I'm hopeful that we'll see that on this next Below Deck Med season, that we'll be able to see these girls. Katie, I I have heard amazing things about in the industry. She's actually been in the industry for a little while, so I do know about her. I've never met her. And then Courtney used to be a Disney princess, which is kind of Mm -hmm. fun. Lexi was Miss Universe for the Bahamas. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we're so, going to have some pageant-y kind of gorgeous people for sure. They are always hotties on the show. Like, it's never a season that doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, it's exactly. never not hot girls on the show. That's, that's true. It's that, but, that's one thing that's Yeah, there are no two-baggers that show up on deck, so. I, I was wondering if you guys had any questions that we could answer for you. Um, one, Jen has an elephant brain for every single episode of the entire, every season of every show. So I wish there was a skinnier things. animal that had a good memory. My <laughs> 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 elephant brain thing is a little much. Okay. So seriously, though, if you've got any questions for Adrian, let them rip. Jen. Okay, so I want to start off with like an easy question, and it is, um, where does the production crew sleep they um they use up one of the guest rooms generally it's the master uh for like a production room so they have all their surveillance screens and all their audio feeds into there because you what you don't see on the show is all the wires that are running all the way through the boat with camera surveillance and audio surveillance and all that stuff i mean a lot of it's wi-fi now but they're still wiring to plug them in so the production team will use one of the state rooms to keep all their camera equipment in and their batteries. And then all of the surveillance on the boat happens there. So that way there's always somebody sitting in front of a bank of computers watching all of the interactions that are happening on the boat. And then the production people, whoever's in charge then, will contact the camera operators and say, hurry up and run to the flybridge because there's drama happening upstairs. And then two teams of camera guys and audio guys will run all the way up the stairs and put fingerprints on everything trust me, it's a problem. And then be there to to film whatever's happening. That's like the most Im- imperative thing right that moment. But they, so they don't sleep on the boat, but they are all in, based in one area on the boat. And then we have a support vessel that will take the camera crew and the production crew and run them back to the hotel on land when they're done with their shift. And so they ferry them back and forth to the boat. So you never really see that on camera. Obviously, that's not a part of the show story, but they have a hotel that's very close to where the boat anchors or where the boat is docked on a regular basis. So sometimes it's a little bit more of a logistical challenge if there's weather, but for the most part, they can get in and out pretty quickly. So that was the softball question. Now, Michelle or Jeff, (laughs) one of you ask her something juicy that she hasn't tattled about since her show aired. (laughs) Okay, so again, I'm a pretty new below deck watcher, so everything is kind of fresh in my brain. And um, Adrian, so with you, obviously, like you said, you didn't get a favorable edit your season but I felt like you know you were a bad person deep down you know like so when I saw you come back on season two and I saw like the preview and showing like how like freaked out Kat was like I really thought I was like no she's gonna have her redemption it's gonna be fine she's gonna do great and then you did not and, and then like, I the biggest drama was thing um and whatever guy that that Kat you know gave a BJ to or whatever <laughs> so I want to know why did you do that like I was rooting for you we were all rooting for you Adrian <laughs> I love this I you know this I when you talk about regrets in life this this definitely <laughs> ranks pretty high up there so I knew nothing about the cat and Amy drama before I got down there one of the things that happened is that the guests that brought me on as a guest also remained friendly with Kat after our first season. And she told the both of us that if I got asked back to be a cast member on season two, that she would bring Kat back as a guest. But if 
Kat got asked back, which is what happened, that she would bring me back as a guest. So once Kat knew that that group of guests was coming back, she knew there was a very high likelihood that I was going to show up again because she had the same offer. And when I got down there and production knew I was there, we had a meeting in advance of me going to that beach bar to meet up with them. And they said, look, there's this drama going on with Kat and Amy and nobody will talk about it. Kat's embarrassed and Amy's a little bit too graceful to say anything about it. And we need you to blow this battleship out of the water. And I had no idea. I mean, the yachting industry is small, but trust me when I say it's not that small that I would have known that information about them working together before. And Kat getting drunk and blowing Amy's boyfriend or the guy that she liked or whatever it was. And so they just said, look, do this for us and we'll see about a possibility of you returning for season three. So, I mean, I took the opportunity. It wasn't the most moral move for me to make. I feel like they would have found another way to out that story without me sinking that battleship, you know, blowing that thing out of the water. They but totally the fact would that have. They, they, they would have found another way for mm -hmm. sure. But I wish that I wouldn't have been the catalyst. The convenience of pin it on you. Yeah, correct. Absolutely. And they knew me returning would be a really dramatic moment. So why not ramp it up? You, you do that... have to admit, A, that Eddie turning around and jumping in the water to swim back to the tender was pretty funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. But I still don't know. I mean, I still don't know what I ever did to Eddie to make him respond that way, except for maybe he knew that Kat would freak out. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You guys got your juicy scoop. Nobody's heard it I before. Would... <laughs> I live in love. I had to know. Like, I, feel like this was, I, I knew production had to be involved. I'm, I love reality TV, and I just know that they are very much behind the scenes on everything. So They are so very much <laughs> behind the scenes on everything. The more you watch reality TV, and you being a Housewives watcher too, you've got to see how it's evolved. And, and know that they've got their hand in there. I was pretty surprised about that whole thing, the way that they asked me to do that, because my season, they never asked us to say or do anything. So when people ask me if it's scripted, I tell them no, because that was not my experience. But then me going back down there season two, I knew they had a lot more to live up to in order to get season two more traction than one. So it kind of makes sense to me that they would that they would do something like that. Right. Yeah. Boo. I wasn't real impressed with me either, Michelle, if that makes you <laughs> feel any better. See, and this is the wonderful thing about this podcast. People are going to get to see the Adrian that I know. I'm glad you get to see her and that your only experience with her wasn't just season one of Below Deck because she's amazing, as you can see now. So. Aw. Yeah. All right. Well, it was great to have you guys. We wish you much luck as a couple. Keep the below deck romance going. And maybe we can get Adrienne to get like certified somewhere and she can marry you and you can have a below deck theme wedding or something if it all works out. I think we should get Captain Glenn to do it. Oh, that would be. <gasps> oh my gosh. That How would amazing like would that be? Yeah, that's awesome. Sitting here, he's oh, like, uh, so we've been dating since January. Can we? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jeff's ready to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> this is just what girls do, Jeff. We're sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much. We're going to wrap up this episode and catch us next week for episode two of Below Deck Mediterranean. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.
Bye. <laughs> Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below, original music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelai of Florida. Production assistance provided by Michael Castaneda.